You're listening to the Texas Standard. What's happening far south of the border drawing a lot of attention right now. A summit planned for the weekend in Argentina, the so-called Group of 20 Industrialized Nations. At that meeting, the leaders of the U.S., Mexico, and Canada will sign off on that renegotiated NAFTA deal, now known as USMCA. And The Guardian reports that in Mexico, there's outrage over plans announced by outgoing President Enrique Peña Nieto to use the occasion to bestow Mexico's highest honor, the Order of the Aztec Eagle, on one Jared Kushner, President Trump's son-in-law and advisor. Peña Nieto says the honor is to credit Kushner for his role in the NAFTA deal, but Mexican historian Enrique Krause is calling it a supreme act of humiliation and cowardice. Another reason the G20 is front and center, China and a trade war with the U.S. Sean Donnan has been writing about this for Bloomberg. Welcome to Texas Standard. No problem. Great to be here. Uh, What's at stake ahead of this proposed meeting with Xi Jinping? Well, I mean, we've been watching this kind of develop uh, all year, this this trade war that we've all been reading about. and It's been hitting farmers. It's been hitting companies. Uh, it's uh, been hitting the stock market as well. Uh, we've got the, the world's two largest economies uh, heading towards a major economic conflict. And now their leaders are going to sit down for dinner down in Buenos Aires in Argentina on Saturday. And um, we're all waiting to see what comes out of it. I think that there have been a lot of assumptions made about uh, – possible one-on-one between uh, the Chinese president and, and, and the U.S. president. Uh, is anything likely to come out of those conversations with respect to uh, perhaps a, a kind of ceasefire or some sort of truce over tariffs? We don't know yet. Uh, what we're hearing from both sides is that they've been talking a lot, that they've been kind of trying to hash out what they might uh, be able to get out of this meeting. But really, the ceasefire that, that, that you mentioned there, the, the idea that you could have a pause in tariffs and these kind of tit-for-tat tariffs that have been going back and forth, is the best case scenario that people can hope for. I don't think we, we, we can expect the kind of the full um, peace deal in, in, in the trade wars to come out of this dinner on Saturday night. But what some people here in Washington are hoping is that you can get, and some people in the administration are hoping, is that you can actually uh, get a, a pause in the trade war and, and some new talks uh, and a process to try and sort out the differences. Uh, now, I want to get back to a point that you are emphasizing in your piece for Bloomberg, and that is that as the president heads into this meeting, he's approaching uh, uh, Argentina with something that a few months ago would have seemed improbable, as you put it, allies. Who are those allies and how is that going to be a factor here? One of the things that we've seen President Trump do since he, he went into office in January 2017 is really test a lot of longstanding alliances uh, that the U.S. has, particularly with the EU. Uh, he uh, has a habit of uh, turning to Twitter and, and slamming uh, European leaders. Uh, he has uh, We've heard him over and over again talk about his concerns uh, with the, the U.S. trade deficit with, with Europe, and he is this morning again uh, threatening to put tariffs on imported cars, which would hit Europe very hard. Um, likewise with Japan, he's really kind of pushed and prodded uh, Japan in a way previous American presidents haven't. But those alliances, when it comes to China, are, are, are kind of holding strong. And actually, we're, we're hearing more and more quietly the EU and Japan have been working with the U.S. Uh, to address some of the big concerns with China, because those are concerns that their companies and, and their governments share as well. Obviously, the stock market has been reacting negatively to this since, um, depending on how you measure it, since at least October. I'm wondering how this hits Main Street. Uh, you know, you you talk with folks here in Texas. We've seen a growing manufacturing sector that I think a lot of people 
spiel has been slowed down uh, to at least some extent by worries, fears over tariffs themselves, uh, uh, if not uh, the actual tariffs. Yeah, so tariffs are complicated. There's clearly some, you know, companies that benefit from tariffs. If you're a, a steel producer and and there's a, a big tax on imported steel that that potentially helps you compete at home, but it hurts a lot of people. Tariffs hurt a lot of people as well. And and we saw a lot of companies in the recent earnings season uh, on Wall Street report high costs uh, from tariffs. GM is a great example. GM this week announced uh, a, a series of layoffs uh, in in the months ahead, some fourteen thousand jobs. At stake, and one of the things that it has cited is a billion-dollar cost that it is now bearing from higher steel and aluminum prices that are the result of of tariffs. So, you know, they can help some people. They hurt a lot of people as well. Uh, if you were a betting person, you think uh, something good, positive, is going to come out of this meeting, or no? It's really hard to say, but I think because of the stock markets and, and a lot of the concerns over the economic fallout potentially from this, there's a lot of reasons why Donald Trump wants a deal. There's also a lot of reasons why Xi Jinping wants a deal, and maybe that gets you to something like a ceasefire. Sean Donnan is a senior writer for Bloomberg. Sean, thanks again. Thanks for having me. <laughs> 